Hello, everyone. My name's Hank Sutala. And I'm Casey McBride. And we are here with another fun episode of Stir Crazy Shamans. You know, that graphic really reminds me of that. Uh, have you ever been to those 3D theaters like that? At the, uh, it, it's like you're flying in a glider over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh. <laughs> uh, today's uh, topic is all about plant medicine, and it might not be what you think. We'll talk about all kinds of different things, uh, but we're really talking about what you can do with plants other than ingesting them, if, if I'm understanding where you wanted to go with the topic correctly. Hmm. Uh, or, or, or is it everywhere? I don't. I'm yeah, yeah. Kind of, I was thinking kind of everything. Uh, I've been really interested in plant medicine for uh, a long time. Um, started out just years and years ago. Um, I was really fascinated with tea, and uh, I'll never forget how I first got introduced to this. I was uh, at a zendo. Uh, it's like a Zen meditation center. And um, up until this point, the only experience I had with like consuming any herbs was just like Lipton tea bags with a ton of milk and sugar. And, you know, you couldn't even taste the tea. Yeah, and, the little um, tea with your sugar. Got it. Right. right. <laughs> and um, so I, I was studying at the Zendo. And one day I went for my first uh, Zen tea ceremony. And um, so uh, you sit around in silence and they pour you a cup of tea and you just sit and drink the tea very mindfully and your focus is just on that cup of tea. And um, it, it was actual tea. It was, I think it was jasmine tea, if I'm not mistaken. So green tea infused with jasmine flowers. And um, it was amazing. You know, it was just the taste of, of pure herbs and it was the most beautiful thing I'd ever tasted. So I became really obsessed with uh, really good quality loose leaf tea and started to um, really study, you know, where the tea came from, what it was called. I didn't even know there was a plant called Camellia sinensis, which is where the tea comes from. And then learned more about that. And that kind of got me interested in other herbs then, you know, okay, well, tea's great. So what else is out there? And then um, uh, I, I've used a lot of herbs to help treat and deal with the anxiety that I used to suffer from uh, really bad. And um, through exploring that, I found a lot of plant medicines that didn't just help to alleviate symptoms, but would help me to sort of work through issues and bring things to light so I could work through them. And then later on began to learn how to properly work with plant medicine, um, where instead of just consuming the substance and feeling its physical effects, you're inviting the energy of that plant spirit to work with you in your space. And then uh, I would actually journey with the plants and they would give me these very powerful healing lessons and experiences. And um, so, but I've been fascinated with all kinds of plant medicine for, for quite a long time. Yeah. And my friend, uh, Brian, which uh, we're going to have him on, we're going to call it like midnight meanderings or something. He's in Hawaii. So he's like six hours behind. So it's hard to get him on at the same time as us, uh, <laughs> but we're, we're hopefully going to have him on. And he is like the plant medicine shaman of, uh, he, he knows a ton of stuff, probably more than he should know. Uh, but one of the things like if you're, no matter what you're gonna work with, whether it's tea or uh, 
or an oil or whatever, if you are looking to have the spiritual experience, uh, if you have an altar space, what I did, like what the first time I got a shipment in from Peru and I was going to work with a, a special type of leaf, I put it on my altar and I just worked with it for like a month, even before I even thought about having experience or anything with it. And uh, just kind of sing to it every day. There's like certain songs you can sing to wake up the medicine and uh, different things like that, that uh, I just kind of got to know it energetically. Now, Brian, my brother on the path, he got the same stuff in and didn't bother with that, used it and got no effect in me the first time. I could just feel it through my whole body. It is like, whoa. And I had a completely different experience, but I had introduced myself to the spirit of the plant, not just having a, a chemical experience, but having a spiritual one. And that's huge. Really, the magic and the power of plant medicine does lie in their spirit and in their energy. And uh, the I think the physical substance is just a really small portion of the power and the magical healing effect of the plant. But um, yeah, I know uh, I, I didn't know that I was inherently that sensitive in doing this before I was consciously calling in the spirit of the plant, but I was. And um, where I started to figure out that I was doing something different than the average person was <laughs> that I would take a plant medicine, say something like, um, like for example, chamomile, right? Chamomile tea, people all over drink chamomile tea and most people will just, you know, they sit there, sit on it like before bed and relax and go to sleep. And, um, and then like I would drink chamomile and I'd be like in this totally altered state of consciousness and like, uh, almost feeling like I was having like a, a drug-like experience, but in a positive, you know, very positive way. And, um, and it would be really powerful to the point where sometimes I drink something as simple as chamomile and uh, like, I wouldn't, I didn't feel okay to drive. Like that's how powerful <laughs> it affected me. And, um, and then I would like, you know, my friends would come over and I'd be like, I discovered this really cool plant, you know, come try this tea, whatever it was. And, you know, some people would drink it. I had a couple energy sensitive friends that could feel the stuff along with me, but then there were a ton of people who would drink and they're just, yeah, it tastes good, but that's nothing other than that. And um, and so I started to really pay attention and realize I was I was sensitive to the energy of the plant. And then I started to experiment, like Hank was saying. Sometimes I would just take the, what if it was like a tea or something like that. I would take the dried herbs in my hand and I would just hold it up to my heart and like really come into resonance with it. And then I would feel the same really powerful effects without even taking it into my body, just holding it and coming into resonance with the physical substance. Uh, and then, yeah. And then I, I don't know when I first journeyed with uh, a plant medicine, um, but that was when things really started to shift in, in terms of my experience working with plants. Yeah. And I can say like from the experiences that I've had, there's also um, a tone that you might hear because everybody perceives it differently. For you, you came into a resonance and you were really feeling it. And uh, I always get these high pitched uh, different tones. And I've actually learned that different uh, plants and different things actually have a different to what me sounds like an audible sound. And uh, all I have to do is picture myself like a diver falling off a boat into the water and I'm falling into the sound and off I go having the experience without also ever actually having to consume anything. It's a, a really remarkable experience. So just know that if you're getting into this, um, your experience with how you get into that space might be different than Casey's or different than mine. The the thing, the trick is to just have an openness to having the experience and, and calling the spirit teacher of the plant to you. Hmm. And um, uh, different plants will have different, uh, how, do you, how do I put it? Like Hank likes to say niches. So they're, they're, uh, they're better for certain things, but um, uh, all plant medicine helps us to connect and heal ourselves on some level. It helps us to connect with some aspect of ourself that, uh, you know, we may not have been able to 
as easily perceive without their assistance. Uh, so the experiences we're having are locked into the substance of the plant. Like, and, and just to give an example, so we're talking about plant medicine. I think a lot of people in, in shamanism assume that means like psychedelics. So just to reference that for a second, um, a psychedelic substance doesn't contain the visions within the substance itself, but they, uh, by uh, connecting with the powerful spirit of that plant, we alter our frequency in order to be able to perceive that which is already there, already within us and already within the realms of spirit. Uh, but same thing with any simple plant medicine that's not as powerful or intense an experience as the psychedelic. Uh, but, you know, even just working with, um, like I said, chamomile tea or, uh, you know, whatever, like a pain relieving herb or whatever it might be. Um, if you come into resonance with it, it will alter your frequency so that you are in a better place in order to get whatever work needs to be done in order to heal that particular aspect of yourself. Uh, but the plant that, but, uh, there are very conscious spirits, uh, that are um, present within the physical substance or that come through when consuming or coming into resonance with the physical substance. And when you begin to learn to open up a dialogue and communicate with that plant, which is, again, you consume the plant, it brings you to the frequency where you can then communicate with the spirit of that plant, and then it will share really powerful wisdom, insight, and healing with you. Uh, but, but that... Um, that takes uh, practice. It takes time to sort of develop the relationship uh, with plant medicine. And one thing I wanted to talk about, I don't know if you have any experience with this, Hank, or if they teach about, well, I know in the Andean or Paco tradition, um, they don't really encourage a lot of work with plant medicine. In the mountain, in the way up high mountains, uh, they don't, they discourage it. They use breathing techniques basically to over oxygenate the brain to reach the visionary state. They do have one hallucinogenic berry, but they use that more for entertainment while they watch their llama. <laughs> um but uh now and i don't again i'm more spirit taught when it comes to the shamanic work but for me um i uh quickly after uh learning to communicate with the spirit of plants met my own uh plant plant master that i call the spirit okay and um this plant master is sort of the um uh like the mediator. So when I'm working with a new plant medicine, I call on my plant master and then she will kind of introduce me to whichever plant it is that I'm working with and, um, and kind of act as like the facilitator to ensure that the communication is happening uh, in a way that's um, uh, conducive for healing. Sounds akin to like in spiritualism, uh, you have a spirit band and one of those spirit band entities is called a gatekeeper. And its job is to make sure that the interaction between you and other spirits is uh, all good and mm. that you don't get anything that you can't handle. It doesn't, it doesn't mean it's the same thing, but it just kind of has a similar flavor to it as to something else I'm aware of. Now in the Corandero tradition, the more coastal traditions of Peru, uh, they do have, um, they use uh, mushroom and they also use uh, San Pedro. And when the Spanish came in, they say, hey, we have the door to God. And they, they were looking at the Bible like, no, no, the door's right there. And they're pointing to the cactus. Because <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's the doorway into like um, to, to the vision uh, realms and everything. They're like, oh no, it's right there. And that's why you, you also hear San Pedro, it's called Saint, that means like St. Peter. That's where the name came from. It had a little bit of a Christian influence because of the, the nature of the plant and the Spanish influence with the Cordero. Fascinating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A little nerd shaman moment. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and then the psychedelic plant medicine is an entirely 
different topic. I don't know if we want to go in that direction uh, right now. Well, or... I don't. I, if someone asks a question about it, we can. First, okay. let me state for the record, we're not medical professionals. We're not claiming to treat, <laughs> diagnose, cure any disease. And it is illegal here. So like if you're, if you're considering that, uh, you know, go to where it's legal and, you know, with someone you trust. So I'll start with that. <laughs> kind of light, lightheartedly talking about it. So, but kind of on that topic, so there are really powerful plant medicines that can open you up to having visionary experiences that one are uh, considered to be very safe and also are completely legal in the United States and most places in the world uh, that I'm uh, aware of. And one of those is uh, ceremonial cacao. I love this plant medicine. I think I've talked about it a little bit before. But I want to go a little more into detail about it. Um, so most people are familiar with cacao as the um, ingredient that we use to make chocolate. Uh, at least good quality chocolate, right? Uh, and um, hopefully, even bad quality chocolate actually has. Hope, hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> nowadays though, you don't know. Um, but uh, uh, so ceremonial cacao is uh, it, technically the same plant, but the difference is that uh, first and foremost, when we get even raw cacao, it's put through a process to remove the fat from the bean. Uh, and then we get it in that powdered state, and that's what we we call raw cacao. Um, and that process of removing the fat destroys a ton of beneficial constituents, organic compounds that are normally present in ceremonial cacao. And the other thing is uh, it's not the air, original heirloom plant that came out of the ground. Uh, the cacao that we use has been bred by the Spanish over generations and generations to be more resistant to parasites and things like that. Um, but in doing so, the caffeine content in the cacao was raised, but these other beneficial constituents um, were drastically reduced. Uh, so you get the heirloom cacao as it grew out of the ground, and all they do is take it, roast it just enough in order to be able to remove the shell easily, and then they grind the bean into a paste, and that's it. So it's other than a short roasting to remove the shell, it's completely just the entire bean ground into a paste. So it's a very natural product, almost exactly as it came off the tree. And um, it is really high in, uh, it's actually one of the most pharmacologically complex foods on the planet. Hmm. So it has uh, one substance where they, that's where the, I think most of the research has gone into its therapeutic healing effects is called theobromine. And theobromine, I'm not exactly sure on like what, receptors it works on in the brain, but I know there are substances that work on your dopamine, serotonin receptors, et cetera. Um, uh, but it's, it was discovered, I don't, uh, I, I want to say like a, a few decades ago by uh, a guy named Keith, I can't remember his last name, uh, but he um, was like really called to work with shamanism. Oh, cool. We have a little bit of information. Yeah, there. I, it was too long to fit in, <laughs> but I've got some of it. Thanks Very to Google. Cool. Thanks to Google, we can do stuff like that. <laughs> Very cool. Um, and uh, so, so this guy, he was in the U.S. I think he was studying, um, I, and I could be wrong in this, but I think he was studying uh, like psychology and a few other things, and, and was really called to uh, work with um, like shamanism and other spiritual practices. And so he was learning to do journey work, and uh, was called. He, the spirits told him, "You need to go to um, Guatemala." 
So he went to Guatemala and he was there and he was enjoying it, but he was like, you know, I didn't really know what he was supposed to do. And then one day he was journeying and he says the chocolate spirit came to him. So the spirit of the cacao plant came to him and told him, Hey, um, you're supposed to work with me. You know, I'm this really powerful medicine that you're going to introduce a bunch of people to. And here's where you find me. And so in this journey, he saw this place, you know, like not in a main town, like way off the beaten path in some like, uh, tribal village and again he just saw it in in the vision he'd never physically been there before but he got up after the journey and he goes okay i'm going there and he drove <laughs> to where spirit showed him and he shows up and there's this tribe and they're growing heirloom cacao and making ceremonial cacao and uh so he, he he buys as much as he can from them and he starts working with it and realizes it's this really powerful plant medicine and uh so he started to research it and everything and he couldn't find any information on the ceremonial use of cacao other than like a few things referencing like the Incas used it for certain ceremonies, but there really was like not a lot of information on it at all. And even the local shaman weren't working with it. Like a lot of them were, he said, were using alcohol um, in order to achieve certain states to work with spirits. So, so uh, I don't know, I don't know what that was about, but um uh, but he started to work with it more and more and learn from the spirit of cacao and then brought the cacao ceremony to the West or to the modern world. And, um, and now all, even uh, a friend of mine, uh, I know who works at a place called the studio, uh, like they, they hold uh, cacao ceremonies there and they're like, the, they're more pop. I think there's more of them out West, like in California and all that, like they're all over the place, but they've made their way to Ohio. And, and yeah, I know Willow's actually, I don't know if she uh, ran it or if she just participated by offering bowls, but she was doing a cacao ceremony one day when I did the same day I was doing a dispatch ceremony for the solstice. And then, so she did her event, then she came and did the dispatcho and we had a whole day of ceremony around uh things and she brought some of the ceremonial cacao to the dispatcho ceremony it was included oh, uh, that's what so we cool. were doing so it was a kind of like cross um doing a little bit of a blending of traditions there <laughs> that's awesome um and, and yeah, but the, the really cool thing about ceremonial cacao is that it is one that i i think one of the big lessons that teaches a lot of people is that there is serious power in calling in the spirit and energy of a plant uh so for example if you were to just drink so what they do is you, you take the, it's like almost looks like a chocolate bar and you, you put that in hot water, whisk it up or blend it or whatever. And then you, you drink it. So it's like a drink. If you were to drink ceremonial cacao and then you were had a busy day and you said, Oh, I just realized I have to be out the door and then were to run off and do your thing. You know, you'd probably feel a little bit uplifted, energized. You'd feel pretty good. Um, but not a whole lot more than that. Uh, but if you drink ceremonial cacao in a ceremonial setting and you have the intention of calling in its spirit to work with you and you actually invite the spirit of cacao into your space to work with you and heal you it goes from being just this sort of light uplifting experience to being almost like a uh, almost like a psychedelic experience it can be really powerful people do have visions uh with ceremonial cacao and uh, but it really like opens up the heart and helps to people work through like serious emotional blockages surrounding the heart and it can be a seriously intense plant medicine but that you have to call in the spirit of it in order to have that really powerful experience. I wonder what's the stay at home orders or have been relaxed and whatnot. Is that something that we might be able to do in person at the center and have people come in and have the experience? 
Yeah, absolutely. I would love to do that. I would love yeah. to facilitate. Yeah, that would that definitely would be fun. And I know I'm not quite as um, robust a story as that, but just with the, the tea that I got from Peru and I had it on uh, my dresser for so long, the very first time I ever had a cup, it was like my whole body, I had to lay down and I could just feel it working throughout my entire body. And I had this amazing experience with it. And it's never been quite as magical as that first time, you know, but it's like, uh, definitely, I believe it was me taking the time to really get to know this spirit of the plant uh, that had the, that created the space for me to have that experience if you just drink the tea like to your friend a couple of your friends they're just like oh yeah it's, it tastes good but there was no magic behind it right <laughs> yeah it is and you know um uh, I, I saw a post recently on facebook that kind of put this in a really cool way but it was talking about how uh, our vision for example we see just a certain uh frequency range of light but outside of that frequency range of light there's like a, in, almost an infinite number of different frequencies that we're not able mm -hmm. to perceive and so you know how much how much is happening uh right in front of us that we're not able to perceive just because our, our eyes aren't aren't wired just exactly a ton. so <laughs> and then same thing with like our sound or our sensation of touch you know we're just perceiving these different frequencies but it's only physically within a certain range um so same thing when we consume a plant we're getting the physical frequency of that and that does certain things but if you were to use your spiritual senses and and, and in spirit we are connected with the all of the infinite frequencies. We can tap into anything in spirit once we learn to step out of the mind a, a little bit. And so when you're inviting in the spirit of the plant, instead of getting this little spectrum of the experience that it has to offer on just a physical level, you're now experiencing everything or at least a lot more of what it has to offer on a spiritual energetic level. And that's why it can be so much more powerful to actually invite the spirit and energy of the plant in. Yeah. And when you start to embark on that work too, uh, a piece of advice is to try to unearth as much as you can for what you would want to call your shadow self or the things that you might have to work on uh, certain plant medicines can have the effect of bringing all that stuff up and if you're really not willing to look at it uh, then it might not be as comfortable experience for some people yeah. uh, so so I, I bring it back to just asking the one question when have I ever been unloving to myself or to another and that is all the stuff that might come back from the time you were mean on the bus to a childhood friend and felt resentment or regret rather uh, to shoplifting or whatever the case is like any place where you had something where you might have energy around it call it out before you go in and have the willingness to work with it and the experience would be much easier potentially <laughs> yeah and and some plant medicines will really like you know they're going to bring right. stuff up whether you're ready for it or not right like and grandma gonna... um, they call ayahuasca grandma she's like the hard hitter she she, <laughs> she knocks you around a bit <laughs> but then you got grandpa who's like oh i'm gonna grandma knocked you up a, you know hit you around and whatnot hit you with a spoon and grandpa like will say it's all right <laughs> and that's ayahuasca and san pedro for those of you who don't know the references of, of who's who in the in terms of a family context <laughs> and um so yeah but uh, if you if you are field called to work with any plant medicine whether it's really powerful something like ayahuasca or uh, whether it's just uh, you know like a certain essential oil that you feel called to work with um it's really important to 
and Hank doesn't like the word surrender. And I, as I'm thinking of it, I think it's much better to say uh, to be in allowance of the experience, right? Uh, because as certain things start to come up, that's what so some people get turned off to certain plant medicines because they start to work with them. And like, you know, like you said, a bunch of anxiety or something will come up and then they just want to shut down and resist. And then it becomes even more intense because they were fighting it. And the resistance causes a lot of tension and even more suffering and anxiety. Uh, so instead, whatever any plant medicine you're working with brings up, be in the space of allowing that to come through and know that the plant is showing these things and bringing them up to give you the beautiful opportunity, if they need to be, to release whatever it is that's coming up so that it's no longer causing you problems and uh, issues. Um, so be in the energy of allowing whatever it is that plant medicines brings up to bring it up for you to work with it in whatever way you're supposed to. And, um, yeah, I guess that's what that's where I was yeah. at. Allowance. Well, and, and then the, uh, the other thing to look at when, uh, regardless of what thing you might be looking at, is ask the question, what would be a contribution for my body to give it the support it needs to work with this medicine? Because different medicines can be more hard on the body for different reasons. Uh, some of them deplete dopamine, some of them do other things. So it's always like, I, I was caught like, um, kind of like the good job you worked hard food like after you've done all the work with the journey space it's like what what foods are going to be a contribution to the body or the ayahuasca specifically going into that experience you diet the plant you have a very specific diet that you would follow for weeks or even longer leading up to the ceremony because you're preparing the body for the experience uh, because the physical part is still very real with all that too and you want to make sure you take care of you yourself and your soul body being and beyond mm. Yeah, yeah, and uh, a, a subject that I'm uh, not as well versed in as a lot of people, but f fasting or going on a specific diet before working with a certain plant medicine or any plant medicine is a really good idea. And if nothing else, I tell because I know a lot of people who are interested in working with any kind of plant medicine. Oftentimes, people will, you know, they at least at the very least drink coffee or tea a lot of the time. Uh, and then if they're not drinking coffee and tea, then maybe they like. They smoke cigarettes or drink alcohol. So they're using other plant, you know, really powerful substances. So I tell people if you're not gonna fast like and and an, you know with food or whatever or, or not change your diet, then at the very least eliminate the other substances you're used to consuming before the experience. Because if you have all these other plant medicines or, or substances already in your system as you bring another one in, then you know, are you well, one, I don't think you're as pure vessel to have a clean experience with that. But then, you know, who knows how, whether those in, within your field, whether you're allowing those plant medicines to get along, like if you don't have a good relationship with caffeine. Right. Develop the relationship a, first. If it's an abusive relationship you have with that caffeine or nicotine or alcohol or whatever oh. it is, and then you bring in something that's trying to heal you, there may be an internal sort of. Oh, see, I, I wasn't even thinking of it from that context. I was thinking of it. And that's really uh, a good point. Like if you have an addiction, uh, call whatever you will, and um, you're asking a medicine teacher to help you, there might be a little bit of butting heads and that might not be a smooth of an experience. So it's right. good. Uh, and going into fast, I'll like weed myself off a of coffee and stuff like that. So I'm going in without the addiction to the caffeine and whatnot. But the other thing would be get to know one spirit at a time uh, in, down the road. If, that, if there's a space where you might be mixing things um always also work with someone that knows and has, is familiar with all the things that you're planning to work with and on the more harder medicines not harder but the more that take you into a, a, a space because of chemicals and things like that you really want to have a sitter uh you'd never be by yourself someone that's not partaking in that experience that can make sure that you stay safe and uh, where you're at yeah and um oh wow spirit just 
took it away from me. You you were saying <laughs> something. Oh, come on, come on, come on. Spirit. I'll throw it back to you. Here you go. <laughs> Did that work? <laughs> uh, I felt the energy of it. The words are coming. Um, Three, four, five. <laughs> well, if it comes, it'll come. Um, uh, oh, geez. There was a, uh, anyway. Well, and if you're tuning in, you're welcome to ask your questions and comments, especially when we get derailed like that energetically. <laughs> but it wasn't at least it sounded like the other day when like our board was going all crazy and stuff. Oh, yeah, that was wild. <laughs> yeah, but uh, feel free to ask your questions and comments. We can put the question up on the screen. We can speak to it. But there's no topic oh, that's off. Sorry, don't mean to interrupt because it came back. Go okay. for it. So uh, I, uh, working with um, like multiple plants at the same time, I hear so many people making, see so many people making this mistake. Like I, I talk to people about plant medicine, be it like essential oils or herbs they can use for like relaxation, anxiety, or, or other kinds of healing, whatever it might be. And I, I know tons and tons of people, uh, their initial reaction is, oh, wow, I have these like four or five herbs that I just bought and they're great. So I'm going to take them all. And like, so it'll be even better because I'm taking all of them. And then I tell people, you know, okay, one, it's important to develop a relationship with the plant medicine. So who do you even know you're interacting with if you have like five, 10 plants that you're consuming all at once for the first time? And second, let's say you consume those 10 plant medicines at the same time and, uh, and you're not having a good experience. Okay, now one, the first point is you don't know which one of those plants didn't agree with you or was it just the combination of all of the plants or two of them or three that didn't agree? So you, you don't even know. And then because you had that bad experience, you may associate that with the energy of a plant that could have been a really powerfully healing plant for you. So you've cut yourself off from that because you had a bad experience by combining it with all these other plants and it, it just caused chaos in your system. So yeah, take the time, slow down, resist that urge to t take everything at once because yeah. it's exciting. And you less know. is more less is more especially yeah. if you're using like oils and stuff just to give you an idea like this is just one little bottle of essential oil about 225 drops and about a peppermint one drop of peppermint is equivalent of drinking like uh, i think uh, 30 cups of peppermint tea or so just to give you an idea of how concentrated it can be um, and then energetically all that's irrelevant the spirit is the spirit <laughs> so but if you are going to be using any sort of a volume of medicine or anything like that you really want to be mindful less is more you don't want to you know start too much and then be sorry later. Cause once you do it, you can't just click a button and make it stop necessarily. <laughs> yeah. And at, like we're saying, you, you don't even need to consume the plant medicine in order to have an experience with it. So especially the first time, I think it's more important to develop a relationship. Well, I know it is more important to develop a relationship <laughs> with the spirit of the plant than it is to like actually experience the substance in whatever way it's interacting with your brain and body. So yeah, take a small, small amount the first time to just introduce yourself physically a little bit and then to really introduce yourself energetically to the spirit. And then you'll have a better gauge for, okay, next time I want to experience more of the physical side along with the spirit. So next time I'll take us a, a little bit more. Um, but then also don't make the jump to like taking a little bit and then like taking 10 times that amount because that was good the first time. You know, you can slowly work your way yeah, up. You definitely want to be mindful with that. And the other thing, if you have an altar, like I would always go, uh, like put it on my mesa, depending what I was going to plan to work with it on, put it on a different spot. And we would say that you're letting it cook. So you're just letting it set and you're let, or if you have a, a place where you meditate, you just put it down and your intention is I'm, I'm just developing the relationship to call, call, 
to cultivate working with the spirit plant before I actually uh, go using it or whatnot. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Dr. K. We got more people. She's saying yes is more. Exactly. So yeah, <laughs> you want to be mindful with it. Like there was even a kid, uh, I think it was actually a TV show. Maybe there was like a, some, a, kid, a little boy was sick and the brother thought, well, if I give him a whole bunch of vitamins, he'll get better faster and it actually caused a toxicity issue because there's so much vitamins that the kid got sick, sick oh, the vitamins because your body just can't process as much. So less is more and, and ask your body like, Hey buddy, how much would be a contribution and start to get in touch with stuff, uh, things like that. That brings up a really good point. Uh, when working with any plant medicine, no matter what it is, uh, you really need to be in tune with your body and listen. Um, and I see this all the time. Uh, like, I, I think it's somewhat a product of our culture. Um, we have this sort of, uh, you know, more is better mentality with a lot of things. And um, uh, for example, like, okay, so alcohol is like the most uh, glorified drug in uh, in America, at least, I think, probably the most glorified drug, other than like maybe caffeine. Um, yeah, I guess it's a toss up. Alcohol gets more publicity for sure, though. Yeah. But um, so, you know, it's the, the culture, though, is you go out and people are like sitting there slamming drink after drink until they're like so drunk, they're acting ridiculous and vomiting and getting sick and all this. And, um, and I guarantee you that of these people that do this all, and, you know, I'm not saying I haven't been there before in the past myself, you know, um, but uh, if, if you take the time, if you were to consume a powerful substance like that, be an alcohol or whatever it is you're working with, you would actually really check in with the body and tune in and whatever it is, drink, smoke, whatever you're doing uh, and, and feel your body's like, okay, you know, how am I feeling? You know, all right, well, I'm having an experience here. I'm cool with that. And then maybe have one more, okay, this isn't feeling so good, so I'm going to stop there and then hopefully come back down. Whereas people just ignore their body completely and like, hey, everyone around me is having a good time. Hey, you want another shot? Yeah, take that one. Next thing you know, it's horrible for everyone. As a former professional drinker that's been retired for about 12 years now, I remember all the time that you had that one where you're like, yeah, that was the one I should have stopped that, right? But it's, <laughs> it's too late. You took it in your, your past up point. <laughs> and... Um, uh, yeah, and, and then the other, you know, cannabis is, uh, I feel like we can talk about that now. This is, uh, uh, people are becoming more accepting of at least hearing about it, having it talked about. It's a really powerful plant teacher, but I see so many people um, uh, really, uh, like, uh, abusing it, and um, and people do become really dependent on it, and it has very negative effects for people who think it's doing them good. And um, I know, like, it the stuff that is out there nowadays is so potent that a tiny, tiny amount to a person who isn't addicted to it and hasn't built a tolerance, a tiny, tiny amount of it is going to create a really powerful experience. <laughs> and, uh, and then you get people who sit there and they're just smoking all day long, you know, like massive quantities of this stuff. And, uh, and I think those people, if they were to tune into their body, even with their tolerance level, if they were to really tune in and feel and just use a small amount, that experience might be a lot more pleasant for them than if they were to just consume absurd quantities. Oh, but plant. the thing is, people that are doing that typically, not everyone, uh, but a lot of times people are, are using those things to uh, medicate out of being aware of things because right. it's uncomfortable because they haven't done their inner work or whatever, and it's being used as an escape. So plant medicine across the board in general, are you using it to have a, an experience and expand your consciousness? Or are you using it to medicate the shit that you don't want to look at? And um, if it's 
the the second one, then it might be time. Well, maybe I should go see a healer or, or get some uh, to st take time to work on me first before I, I go to use that. Because otherwise it could become a slippery slope. But wow, I had that great experience and I forgot about all this for a minute. And, and it's becoming more recreational use than a spiritual use. Yeah. And um, oh, spirit keeps taking them away. <laughs> the thoughts that are coming to my mind. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah. Um, what are you aware of that you're not acknowledging? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, um, I know for me personally, uh, when working with plant medicines, I, 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 I kind of have a little bit of a like predisposition to be, I, I don't want to say an addictive personality, but a very passionate personality when it comes to certain things. And, um, uh, that's a nice way to say it. Yeah. So, so when I would, uh, uh, Work, find a new plant medicine that I was working with. Like, um, you know, for example, I like first discovered, uh, I'm trying to think of a good one, um, uh, like wild lettuce. Uh, uh, when I first discovered that, um, I really loved the energy of it and the way it w affected me. And so I would sit there and like, you know, I'd drink some tea and then I'd have the experience. And then like, you know, half an hour later, I'm like, okay, let's have another cup. And like, oh, that was cool. But what happens, and I don't know if it's just built into me or whatever, or because I'm so sensitive. Um, but uh, all the spirits of all the plants I've ever worked with, when when I started to do that, they all at a certain point go, all right, we're done. You can't work with me anymore. And that same plant that was giving me these beautiful experiences and making me feel so good, uh, all of a sudden, it, like my body and my energy just completely reject it. And it's now causing the opposite. Like it would cause me way more fear and anxiety and, and panic and all this stuff. And uh, it was only when I started to get to the point where I was not like, a, I don't know, I guess abusing in a certain way, but not really honoring the spirit of that plant and working with it consciously, just consuming it because I liked the way it felt. And then my body hundred percent of the time will, will reject the plant medicine. So, but I've learned from that now. And now if there is a plant that I really enjoy and I work with it, I go, Oh wow, that was awesome. Set that aside. And if I feel called to work with it a month, two months, a year down the road, that'll be great. But only when spirit says it's time. <laughs> and uh, instead of like, that was cool. So, you know, I can't wait to get up tomorrow and do it again. You know, <laughs> so maybe I don't need, I, I just learned the lesson yesterday. Why do I need to go through the same experience again? Um, but I, but to me, I've, the way and communicating with my plant master, I've learned that it's sort of um, like, you're not really respecting the spirit of that plant. Just like if, uh, you know, say a friend, you know, who's, who's really helping you through a rough time in your life, you know, uh, maybe may like you call them the first time and they, you know, you're not feeling so good. So they spend the time talking with you and uh, you get to the place where you're feeling good. And then, you know, they're like, okay, and they feel good because they helped you and you feel good because, you know, this was a beneficial experience for both of you. And then you call them the next day and you go through the same thing again. Okay, maybe they're still willing to help with you and work through whatever it is. And then you call with them halfway through that next day again. And maybe now, okay, fine. Yeah, okay, well, let's go through this one more time. And then, and then it happens again. And now uh, now they're getting a little annoyed. <laughs> you know, I've worked with you. So, no, I, I, you know, maybe you need to do some of the work on your own. And then you call them up 
five times a day every single day well now maybe you're no longer friends for very long just giving the analogy there it's not a perfect analogy but um with the the plant medicine same thing if you're not actually respecting that plant and working with it in a way that you're honoring its spirit and really trying to learn whatever it is it's trying to teach you and doing some work on your own to expand upon it then that plant medicine is not going to want to work with you you got to do your part just like we were talking the other day with creation it's it's giving you a lot of information and some tools but you got to take it and do your own part with it and do your own work outside of the medicine space yes yes exactly yeah. it's it's a, a you have to have a co-creationship <laughs> yeah. medicine there you go <laughs> that word was it just creationship i like co-creationship that's a <laughs> yeah well plus uh creationship might be like trademarked i don't know so maybe co-creationship that could be ours co-creationship. <laughs> <Wonderful>. <laughs> when i always thought of it as co-creationship and uh, or co-creation uh and especially in the books like from neil donald walsh happier than god he talks about the mechanism of manifestation it's all about co-creation because it's you as a separate being separate working with the one the one ship basically and everything so same type of uh thing just a different different vocabulary and i thought uh, i might know why uh, our ideas have been fleeting this uh, today wow. we actually haven't invited the spirits of the plant to be a part of our conversation oh yeah that's a <laughs> <laughs> like i was getting that i was like oh yeah well yeah we were talking about you gotta like call in the spirit of the plants right and uh where is my no where'd i go Oh, did you lose the mesa? Oh no, the mesa. It's not, right and that's not lost. It's just uh, temporarily misplaced. Okay. Temporary state of mislocation. Uh, so we'll just uh, call them in a little bit here. Ahia pachamama, ompui, ompui, ompui. Yari mama unu, mama kocha, mama kia, ompui, ompui, ompui. Ahia Taiwanten waira, ompui, ompui, ompui. Ahia inti taita, welke inti taita, ompui, ompui, ompui. Iari kuichikuna, ompui, ompui, ompui. Iari hatan uma, wilka hatan uma, plant medicine kuna, because I don't know how to say plant medicine in Quechua. Ompui, ompui, ompui. But we can do work a couple specific ones. Iari punka, ompui, ompui, ompui. Hatan uma punka, ompui, ompui, ompui. Iari wurakocha, ompui, ompui, ompui. Basically, wilka hatan uma is the sacred higher soul or higher consciousness of plant medicines kuna is plural so calling in all the higher aspects of consciousness of all the plant medicines and bringing them here to be part of our conversation maybe that was the missing part mm. and i call upon my plant master please be present with me now and help to facilitate this conversation and bring in the energies of any plants that wish to communicate any of their messages, any of their wisdom, any of their energy. Please use me as the hollow bone through which your energy and your words will flow. Thank you. There we go. See, that feels a lot uh, lighter, doesn't it? It does. It feels much lighter. <laughs> uh, um, I almost feel like I want to guide people through a little exercise that they might use uh, if they are um, interested in working with a plant medicine that they can sort of use for any plant. Almost. So let me know when you're ready. <laughs> <laughs> okay so um i think what i'm gonna do uh, let me and not let, go ahead and talk for a little bit because i feel like i need to channel uh, okay. and get myself in the space for the okay well so if anybody while he's getting in the space for whatever is about to happen uh you can make any questions you like or comments that you like and um, we can uh speak to those 
And uh, while he's also doing that, I will just mention, we do have coming up, which is gonna start on April 23rd, the new moon, a uh, Navigating the Sacred uh, Shamanism workshop with my teacher, Zane Kerfman. And uh, basically it's going to be a six week virtual series uh, where you're going to build a Tehuantan Mesa, it looks similar to this, uh, which is uh, means four corners Mesa, and begin to start working with it to develop a relationships with the sacred uh, landscapes in your own backyard, all the places, even if you're watching this from a different place than Cleveland, Ohio, no matter where you are, the carol that taught Zane uh, charged him with get people to see the sacred landscapes in their own backyards that they don't have to come to Peru or go to Tibet in order to have these um, these experiences and these connections to the sacred. Uh, so I just posted the link uh, to the sign up if that is something that is uh, calling to you. And then our apprenticeship program got bumped to May because of the stay at home order. So we actually came out with this as an offering while we're um, hopefully waiting for the stay at home or, or to go away and uh, start with our in-person initiations for the Hatan Karpai in May. And Hatan Karpai just means great initiation. And the idea in the Karo tradition is you go to wherever the, uh, the energy is naturally present. So you go to the cave to connect with the earth. You go to the, uh, the nustas, the water spirits to connect with the water or the waterfalls. You actually go to those physical locations versus like sitting in a circle, banging drums and like going in your mind's eye. You go to where the energy is physically present. Uh, same idea with Reiki, actually. Dr. Azui uh, up on the mountain, he had gone up to the mountain because it was a natural hot spot and he became attuned to that energy. And uh, kind of the same way we go about it in the Karo tradition. Did I stall long enough? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> Spirit told me what I'm supposed to guide people through. <laughs> okay, okay, great. Well, okay. I, will, I will zoom in on you here. Okay. So you can do this with any plant medicine that you have available, whether that's a cup of Lipton tea or some essential oils, or if you have ceremonial cacao or whatever it is. Uh, I'm just going to guide us through a quick little exercise that you can use for anything. So if you are watching this, you can catch the replay on Stir Crazy Shamans on YouTube. Um, or uh, and it's more about the energy of the experience. The words aren't really that important. Um, so if you don't remember the words or whatever and you just want to try it on your own, just kind of remember the energy of the experience. And you, whether or not you have some kind of plant medicine that you can work with or not in your hand, that doesn't matter for right now. Just know that you can use it when you do have access to that. So everyone take a moment, take a nice deep breath. Exhale slowly. And bring your attention into your body. Close your eyes for a moment. Breathe. And as you exhale, make a conscious effort to relax the muscles of your body just a little bit more. Take a few more breaths, just consciously relaxing any areas in your body that you feel really tense. If you notice your shoulders are a little tense, just kind of let them go limp and relaxed. If your chest feels a little tight, breathe and feel it open up, relax. And become aware of your body. Really feel all of the sensations in your body. Tune in and become curiously aware of every sensation you feel in your body. Become aware of the vast and powerful energy of the earth below you. 
Whether the earth is right below your feet or whether there are several floors of a building in between, the earth is vast and powerful and its energy is right there. Become aware of this vast, powerful energy of the earth. And know that at the center of the earth, there is a core, not just physically, but energetically, there is a powerful core of energy. And if you're not familiar with working with energy, just imagine what it would be like if you could see and feel the energy of the core of the earth. And using your imagination, your intention, breathe and bring the energy from the earth up into your feet through the center of your legs until they merge at the hips and continue to travel up through your spine, out the top of your head and continue to run this energy from the core of the earth up through your body and out the top of the head, feeling it flow. And allow the energy of the earth with your intention and your imagination to continue to flow until the point that it starts to expand past the central column, past the center of your legs and your spine, until it moves outward, filling every cell of your body all the way to the surface of the skin. Imagine, feel this energy as it fills every part of your body and then begins to extend past the skin and out into your field of personal space around you, into your aura, your luminous energy fields, the bubble of energy around your body, your personal space. Feel that light, that energy from the core of the earth filling every part of your energy fields as you become more deeply and intimately connected with the energy of the earth. And now take whichever plant medicine it is you're trying to work with, whether that's your essential oil or your tea or whatever it might be, and hold it in front of you. And then slowly open your eyes to a soft gaze and bring your attention to the sight of this plant, of this medicine, in whatever form it comes. Become intimately and curiously aware while remaining completely relaxed about what this plant medicine looks like in whatever form it comes. And then feel it. Feel it with your hands. If it is a dried plant, get a feel for the texture of it. If it's an essential oil, just for now, hold the bottle, feel it with your hands, and then smell it. If it's an essential oil, go ahead and open it up. Smell that and notice any change in your body as you bring the scent of that plant into you. Does it make you feel more calm, more relaxed? Do you feel new sensations arising in your body that you weren't aware of before? And imagine now that the sensation of touch as you're feeling this plant medicine extends past the physical substance and goes inside of it. Imagine you are feeling inside of this plant medicine. Even if you're only able to sort of imagine that, just go into it with your attention as best you can. Feel inside of the liquid, inside of the dried plant or whatever form it takes. What does it feel like inside of it? 
and bring it up to your heart, extending that sensation inside of the plant into your heart. Breathe, open up, realizing that the skin is just an artificial barrier and mostly space. So allow the sensations of that plant to enter into your heart. Breathe and allow the energy of the plant to enter into your heart and really pay attention here to how this feels. What does it feel like to bring the energy of this plant into your heart? Notice any changes you feel throughout any part of your body and energy fields. And bring your awareness into this plant medicine as if that is the center of all of your attention, as if you're seeing, thinking, feeling from the medicine itself. and begin to introduce yourself to the plant medicine. Ask, how are you today? And just feel whatever comes up, even if it's just silence. That's the most beautiful communication. How are you today, Clary Sage, or whatever plant it is you're working with? And if you are ready and you feel called to work with this plant, ask and make sure it's all right with the plant that you have an experience with it. So you may ask now, whatever plant that is you're working with, so in my case, clary sage, is it okay if I invite you into my energy field to work with me for my healing so that I might grow and learn and become a more whole, perfect version of myself for the betterment of myself and for all? Is it okay if I work with you today? And listen and feel the response. If it feels light, if you feel a lightness or a joy or a happiness or, or simply peace, I know that that's usually a sign that yes, that's okay. If you get the words yes, even better. But if it feels heavy, if you feel tense, if there's an anxiety around it, that mean, might mean it's not time to work with that plant. And if it is time to work with that plant, in whatever way you would normally consume this plant, if it's an essential oil, make sure it's diluted and then apply it however you would to the pulse points. If it's a tea that you've already prepared, if you haven't already, take the time to prepare it and then bring your attention to it. First, engage the site. Look at the cup of tea, the essential oil, smell it. Again, just continuing to engage with all of the senses. And then when you're ready, bring it in, consume it in whatever way is correct for that particular form of plant medicine. And once you've consumed it, sit and feel. And now take a moment to feel that plant medicine as it begins to merge with your energy field and now call out. Clary Sage, or whatever plant you're working with, I invite your spirit now, please, Enter my energy fields, enter my space, work with me, work through me. Help me to learn whatever lesson it is I have to learn. Help me to be open to whatever wisdom and energy you have to share with me. 
I invite you here now and I thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being present and sharing your incredible beauty and wisdom and energy with me right now. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And as you proceed, take as much time as is necessary and really feel whatever that plant is doing and working with your energy field in whatever way it is. Really feel all of the sensations, the subtle and the strong. Feel every little nuance of what it's trying to do and work with you and go into it once you find it with your attention, go even deeper into it. And if it has images that it brings up, thoughts that start to occur, just be mindful, pay attention, don't get too clung or, or hung up on anyone but really experience them fully and then allow them to pass. And as each thing comes up, allow it to arise and pass and take as much time as you need and just be with that plant medicine. Don't start to feel it, get excited and then go, oh, I wanna hop on Facebook and then tell people about this. No, spend the time, even if it's a couple of hours you need to spend, just be with that plant medicine and take the time to experience every little bit of energy it has to teach you. So that's a great way that you can introduce yourself to a plant medicine and start to work with its energy in a conscious way. That was thank great. You. Thank you, Casey. Yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you all. See what happens when you call the teacher plants in. Casey goes in channel mode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was, uh, she was like, hey, you know, I've got something you need to share with people right now. So I'm very glad. <laughs> He brought our attention to calling in the spirits. Yeah. yeah, I think I think they were trying to get our attention, and we just weren't quite paying attention again. So <laughs> that's something we we could work better on. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we can always we can always work on developing our relationship with the spirits. And if anybody has questions or comments, you can certainly um, uh, post those, and we love to speak to them. If you're catching this on the replay, thanks for hanging out the whole time. We're just wrapping up a, a almost the hour mark, not quite. Uh, so we do would like to take time if you have comments feedback suggestions other topics that you'd like to hear about i think tomorrow we're going to do psychic abilities yeah yeah that'll be a fun topic yeah and we're kind of migrating the time we had been doing this at one o'clock and we're slowly migrating it eventually we'll get to about 9 30 in the morning with the idea that as uh there is a new normal and people's days um uh get into somewhat of a routine we can still do 9 30 where if we were to pick one o'clock we would have to change the time later so we're just kind of slowly migrating it uh to that time now so if you're wondering why we're on kind of randomly that's the reason why <laughs> yeah, but yeah but we will like you said we will have a more regular schedule um and then uh uh since we're getting to the end here notice my little logo's up in the corner so please check out shaman's way if you enjoyed that little experience we went through i do all kinds of guided shamanic meditations channeled messages from spirit uh and then maybe hank can post the, or i can do it i guess i can yeah. post the link um so i'll post a link here to shaman's way youtube channel please subscribe uh if you enjoy this kind of thing and i offer all kinds of stuff to help us all to learn and grow so thank you for yeah that. and then we have um our channel is uh, stir crazy shamans and that is in the description link from where i posted the video so if you're watching on facebook if you click that link go over subscribe to stir, stir crazy shamans that helps us out once we hit a certain number we get to get a custom url and get all fancy and, and also check out there's my logo hanksettler.com if you want to find out more about me there's all kinds of fun stuff on my website and i did post a link to the shamanic um apprenticeship uh the, the virtual six week class, which is going to be virtual, but has homework to go out into nature and build your Taiwan Mesa. So Very cool. It's fun. So, quiet group tonight, but that's cool. Everybody's in the zone. <laughs> <laughs>
Hopefully they're having an experience with their plant medicine right now. Yeah. Uh, don't take yourself away from the plant medicine to say hello or anything. <laughs> okay. So I've just posted. Hopefully I did that right. I don't know if I did. It looks like it did it, right? Okay. I think I did. I posted it to all the places. Okay, cool. Awesome. <laughs> and if you're watching the replay, if you go to our Facebook pages, you'll see all the links in the comments or on the YouTube. It's in the comments. All the links uh, for things that we talked about are there. So very cool. All right. Anything else? Yeah, I think uh, I think that was it. Yeah, um, tonight is it Tuesday? Today's Tuesday. <laughs> it is Tuesday. Tuesday. Isn't that great? How does it get any better than that? That we don't even know what day it is. <laughs> right. So we're very in the moment right now. <laughs> um, so tonight at seven p.m. If anyone's interested, uh, I am doing another shamanic meditation live. Uh, so feel free to join in on that. I just offer them for anyone, whoever wants to join in. Uh, and tonight we are we are journeying to the lower worlds to have an experience with the spirits in the lower worlds. Uh, the lower world is a very uh, powerfully healing place. It's it's um, uh, we can get a lot of really amazing work done there. So please join in uh, on uh, Shaman's Way YouTube. Um, and that's the main place I really want people to go for it is Shaman's Way YouTube. Uh, but it's at 7 p.m. tonight. Feel free to join in. All I ask is your energy and attention. If you can subscribe, I, uh, that's wonderful as well. But then I also, in the description, will have a link uh, if you'd like to make a contribution uh, to help us out so we can continue to do even more amazing things with all this stuff. Um, that will be there as well. So, yeah. And uh, I have a thing going on at seven, but catch mine on the replay because uh, the energy of the meditations is better to catch live, but I'm doing power possibilities with Sean Phillips. And uh, basically that's a really interactive experience where we do some online facilitation work, uh, but you can catch that on the replay. Uh, I think more digestibly than a meditation live because either one, it's going to be archived, but I think there's something special when you're in the energy as a meditation takes place. Uh, so if I had to pick one, I'm kind of salty. I can't be on for the meditation because <laughs> I have my own thing going on. Uh, but ours will be archived on the HHH YouTube channel or on the HHH page. Both will stream there, but, um, but catch catch them both if you can because uh, it's a, they're both awesome. Yeah. Ooh, I just see out of the corner of my eye. That was interesting. I saw that too. Yeah, your screen went all crazy for a second. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, cool. I like it. We're getting more and more entities joining us during these. If you haven't, was it the last episode or was it the one before that? I don't know. There was this one where this entity was messing with us and it even made the screens flip. So like Casey went to the right, the other side and I went to that side and I don't even know how to do that without removing us from the feed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was wild. <laughs> um, oh, Mike, which, uh, which link did you need, Mike? I'm oh, not sure. Yeah, Amy, Amy said that it was wonderful meditation, so she was thanking you here. Thank and then, you so much. And Mike is asking for a link, but I'm not quite sure which link he's wanting. I, he may have been asking for the link to tonight's meditation. If so, I'm going to, just yeah. in case, I'll, I'll grab that because I already did schedule it. So let me yeah. yep. grab he'll, that real quick. He'll grab it from YouTube, the direct link to the YouTube channel. Um, yeah, I, I posted the one to the channel, but then I'm also going to post the link to um, the actual video itself. Yeah. So let me grab this. Okay, so this is tonight's meditation. And if you go on Shaman's Way too, all the meditations that he's done have been uh, archiving there. So you can go back and uh, they all have different themes. Uh, I don't know if he always knows the theme going into it, but afterwards I think he updates the description for whatever it happened to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes, sometimes I, I get like, like three days out it's like okay this is what the next one needs to be other times right before i go into it i'm like i don't know 
then spirit tells me. <laughs> Very cool. Well, everybody, thank you so much for uh, joining us for this little thing of Stir Crazy Shamans to end. I'm going to just offer, like a, I was going to start playing while you were um, doing your meditation. I'm like, nah, I'm going to wait just for a minute. But I'll Remind me to talk to you because I want to talk to you about combining sound together that we might do in the future here or elsewhere. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. And I'm not sure if this is going to pick up all well with the headset or not. And if not, then, you know, deal with it. You'll have to come see me in person, <laughs> but we'll try it. <laughs> Nike and Nike and Nike. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. We sincerely love that you're present with us and hope to see you again on the next one. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>